you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table, because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen, and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hey, welcome back to Her Portion Podcast. I hope you have been just as blessed as I have been this month listening to these wonderful episodes on our portion. I sure have learned so much. I've walked away with a lot and I've been so encouraged. So for the last episode this month, let's get right into it. Last week, we talked about how Jesus is our only portion, how he's our strength, the only portion in this life that we'll take with us into the next life. And what an amazing promise that is. Think about it. Jesus told us that he will never leave us nor forsake us in Hebrews 13.5. He is with us 24-7. Even when we don't realize it, Jesus is always there. He created us in such unique detail, and he knew us before we were even in our mother's womb. And we can read about that in Psalm 139 and Jeremiah 1.5. When we've accepted Christ, his free gift of salvation... Romans 6.23 tells us the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. We are promised to be with him for eternity. And eternity means without end. Isn't that amazing? There literally is no one else on this earth who knew you before you were in your mother's womb, lives with you every single day while on this earth, receives you into glory, and then lives with you for all eternity. Wow, what a portion that is. We have learned that we have the ability while on earth to choose Jesus as our portion or the world as our portion. And that simply means that we can turn to the things of the world or we can turn to Christ. And which whichever we choose becomes what we make our portion. While on earth, it is the only time that we have free will to choose him as our portion for eternity and for daily living. Meaning he was your portion before you were born and he became your forever portion after you were born again. I'm sure you've experienced Jesus as your portion in this life, haven't you? If you know him and you're saved, have you found restoration in him? Have you clung to him with all that you had? Have you seen his mighty hand in your life? Have you seen miracles? Maybe you're thinking, Hannah, if you only knew what God has done in my life or what he's brought me through, you would be so amazed. And to that, I would say, amen, sister, because I believe it. Our God goes above and beyond what we can even comprehend. And I know that because I've seen him do many great things in my own life, but also in the lives of others as well. And you know what? I am always left in awe of him. When Jesus saved me at 18 years old, my whole entire life changed. I went from living on the streets addicted and homeless to serving our Savior. I remember I would cry out and say, if there's a God, please show me. Um, There has to be more to life than this. And you know, God heard that heart's cry. And I got saved. I found him. I found the one that my soul was thirsting for. 
the one that I was hungering for. He became my everything. I fell in love with him immediately. And I wanted everyone (laughs) to know the one who gave me living water. I wanted everyone to know Jesus because that's how much he satisfied everything I was missing in my life. What does that have to do with portions, you may wonder? And I'm glad you're wondering. (laughs) Our verse for this episode, our verses, are going to be found in Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verses 1 and 2. And I'll read them now. Verse 1 says, Cast thy bread upon the waters, for thou shalt find it after many days. Verse 2, Give a portion to seven, and also to eight, for thou knowest not what evil shall be upon the earth. What does cast thy bread upon the waters even mean? (laughs) Well, in Bible times, there were cakes that were made. Not like the kind of cakes that we would eat today, (laughs) like a birthday cake or something like that. These kind of cakes were similar to bread. They were a thin piece of bread that whatever was left over would be thrown out under the waters by the women. It was this thin bread would just float and the grains from that bread, wherever the water would take it, they would eventually fall and it would implant and grow or it wouldn't. There simply was no way to tell if it was going to grow or not. The reward, the fruit, um, the growth from that grain or seed was simply not for them to know where what was going to happen to it. So the idea here is that you and I are to cast our bread upon the waters, even if we don't see the reward, even if we don't see the growth or the return from it right away. We are promised that after many days we will find it, as the verse says, for thou shalt find it after many days. That means that even though we may not see that reward or that growth here on earth, we are promised that we will find it, whether now or in the next life. So we are to trust by faith that what we sow in faith, we will in faith be rewarded for, either here or in heaven. We just must be diligent in sowing. Galatians 6, 9 says, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap, if we faint not. This goes hand in hand here. We will reap when we sow good, but in due season. And that season, we just don't know when it is. But what is the bread? What is the bread that we're supposed to cast upon the waters? This is symbolic here if you haven't caught that yet. But this is also my favorite part. In scripture, did you know that Jesus calls himself the bread of life? John 6.33 says, For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. John 6, 35. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. John 6, 51 says, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread... He shall live forever, and the bread that I give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. What an amazing verse. Jesus is the bread that we should be sharing. We should be a witness to all that we meet, no matter what the return may be. You know, there are more people that I have witnessed to than I have seen saved, personally. 
there's no way for us to know if somebody's going to get saved or not when we tell them the gospel. And it really isn't for us to always know. In scripture, we see in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, 6 through 9, there's one who plants, one that waters, but God gives the increase. And we just don't know if we're planting or if we're watering. And we just don't know if we'll see God give the increase right before our eyes. But we are responsible to share him. And then in verse 2, we see that wonderful word portion again. The verse says, Give a portion to seven and also to eight, for thou knowest not what evil shall be upon the earth. So Solomon was saying, the number seven, it implies or it symbolizes completion, perfection. So he's saying, give, give of some of your portion to seven. That's perfect. But he adds eight for a reason. And that means go beyond that. We can never tell too many people about Christ. The very notion sounds ridiculous, but yet we often don't tell anyone. We don't tell people mostly because of fear. A fear of what they may think of us or how they will respond. Which, if we're being honest, underneath of that, we'll find that that way of thinking is rooted strong in pride. Because we've taken the gospel and we've made it about ourselves. What will they think of me? Will they be mean to me? Will they laugh at me? Will they yell at me? But it has nothing to do with us. We're simply just the messengers. So we see plainly in scripture, we're just supposed to tell others. And the result of that really has nothing to do with us, but everything to do with the individual and with God. The last part of that verse says, For thou knowest not what evil shall be upon the earth. Somebody might have shared Christ with you. Maybe you got saved in church at somebody's invitation. Or maybe your sweet grandmother sat you upon her knee and shared with you the gospel. Maybe it was a Sunday school teacher. Who knows how you came to know the Lord? If you know him, then praise God for that. But the idea here is somebody planted in your life. Somebody watered and God gave increase. And because of that, you know him. We simply don't know what evil shall be upon the earth. We don't know when somebody's last day will be. And because of that, we should have a sense of urgency about sharing the gospel. We just have no idea what is to come for them. So we must give of our greatest portion in this life, the one that lasts forever, to as many as we can, so that they too can have the only portion that lasts through eternity. And not only that, but so that they can have the only portion in this life that will allow them to have peace and so that they can see the wondrous works of God in their life as well. Just like we talked about at the beginning of this episode, the miracles that we've seen God do, all those wonderful times that the Lord has picked us up and set us straight again. There are people out there who are longing for that answer. I believe as we wrap up our topic on portions, It is so important to soak up all that has been mentioned through these wonderful episodes. But let's take that. Let's take what we've learned and put it into action and share it with someone else. I like the saying, let us not just be stirred, but let us be changed. When we are stirred, we think, wow, that was good. And then we don't really think about it again or do anything about it. But when we're changed we're moved to action. We're moved to tell somebody and we're moved to do something about it. 
So let's be changed. Will you share Jesus with somebody? Maybe there's somebody who's been on your heart while you've listened to this episode. You know, that's no coincidence. The devil's not going to put someone on your heart for you to witness to, but Jesus will. Pray about reaching out to them. Will you give a track to someone? You know you can leave tracks pretty much wherever you go without even ever talking to anybody. Will you contribute in your local church to give to church missions? You know it's really amazing. Casting your bread upon the waters so we know that the bread is Jesus, the word of God. When you support missions and those tracks are being transported to other countries by boat and they're on the water, you are literally casting your bread upon the water. (laughs) And I just love that picture. I love that analogy there. God's word is sure amazing, isn't it? I hope that you can take something that you've learned this month about our portion and share it with someone else. And most importantly, share Christ. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's Word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the Scriptures. Until next time.